Now, before we hop into this episode, I need to address all the folks out there who are saying it's rough out here in these dating streets. If you're tired of dating and feeling like there's a shortage of quality options, I get it. The struggle's real. That's why I'm excited to get you hip to Carpe Diem, the ultimate game changer for successful, accomplished black singles. Say goodbye to swiping. Carpe Diem is not your average dating app. They take exclusivity to a whole new level with a meticulous vetting process, including a thorough background check. Why? Because they believe in offering you a dating experience that comes with peace of mind. No more settling for less. It's time to elevate your dating game. To see for yourself, you can head to CarpeDMDating.com and use the code RelationshipRestored to get a free matchmaker consultation to kickstart your journey to finding genuine connections. Yep, you heard me. Your personal matchmaker is just a click away. So no more excuses and no more complaints about the dating scene being too rough. We cracked the code for you. Seize the opportunity at CarpeDMDating.com. That's C-A-R-P-E-D-M-Dating.com and claim your free matchmaker consultation. Your path to meaningful connections starts now. Don't just date, date with a purpose. Carpe Diem, where relationships are restored. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I know that we all gonna be all right. We gonna make it through if it takes us all night. No matter what the odds may bring our way I can see the blessings coming our way Yeah, yeah, yeah Blessings on blessings, yeah I can see the blessings coming our way Our way, our way Blessings on blessings, yeah I can see the blessings coming our way Hey guys, it's Ambry and you're tuned into Worth the way. way Shout out to all our waiters hey <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if everybody here is waiting but we appreciate you for tuning in uh make sure tell this on our shows but if you leave if you listen to us on a podcast app if you leave reviews on the show we really 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 love that like five star reviews they mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show and grow, the, grow the platform also subscribe on youtube if you're watching on youtube that'll mean a lot to us and just talking to brie uh had a great idea you want to talk to him about like writing in and like what that could be like yeah so with relationship restored we have our three channels or playlists so shows there we go we have our three shows real love scenario where you could be male female doesn't matter whatever your real love scenario is you can write in and get real-time advice from dre and Rhonda. and then for for the girls we have help a girl out which is specifically for women whether single dating married whatever to just talk about whatever they're going through and to get real life advice on those scenarios and then we have worth the wait and i was like why not make are worth the wait right in specifically for individuals who are either waiting or have a desire to wait for marriage and going through what that looks like navigating a relationship while waiting um and all the things you know that just there are to talk about when it comes to waiting so this is specifically for those out those of you out there who want to wait yeah it's a platform i'll i'll say specifically like if you have other questions please write in about like relationship stuff because obviously we dealt with a lot of relationship stuff yeah but if you are somebody who's interested in waiting please you know feel free to write in because that's something that we did deal with that's something that we worked our way through yeah. um and the show's called worth the wait for a reason because we waited for marriage so 
would love to be able to help with that. But um, today we're going to talk about, we talked about counseling and stuff before and past videos, but I think they were always geared more towards like either couples counseling or like pre-marriage counseling. Yeah. Um, but this is more about like individual counseling. And I think that that's important also to like understand like when you need individual versus like couple and you know, when that change happens, we've done couples counseling, we've done premarital counseling, excuse me, we've done counseling outside of premarital counseling, which is couples counseling. And I think for the most part, we have been given the tools. Like I said, like I tell everybody counseling is for the tools. It's like, if you have a hole in your roof at home, just going to home Depot and getting a hammer and nails and wood ain't going to fix the hole It's giving yeah. you the tools to then take home and then implement and use. Um, so we got a lot of the tools that we needed to help our relationship through our premarital counseling and counseling outside of that. But sometimes you need individual counseling because it doesn't make sense. For instance, in Bree's perspective to in our uh, couples counseling to be digging up like her trauma with like not having her dad around and how that affected her or, you know, some of her relationships when it came to cheating and thus and things like that. And I think there was a few things that triggered it for us that she realized, like, okay, like individual counseling like might do me some good outside of the couples counseling and I would you know let Bree talk about that those things but for me I think number one was just kind of um seeing that no I'll let you talk about it and let you kind of say what led up to like you deciding that individual counseling was something that you wanted to go through. Cause I know it was a few different events, but I think it'll be better if you, you explain it. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is, you know, couples counseling is great. Like Dre said, it gives you the tools to be able to deal with problems when they arise or when certain situations happen, how to deal with it in a very healthy way. Yeah. So we never necessarily had issues within our relationship that we were going to counseling for. It was more preparing us for issues that could come. And with our uh, post-marriage counseling, it was to the point where the counselor told us like, you guys are good. Like we, I, you're kind of wasting your money and time at this <laughs> point doing couples therapy because you guys have all the tools in the toolbox to deal with life as it happens. However, most of the things that we were dealing with or that could have been like, oh, this is something maybe we could talk about. It all stemmed with me. It was always me and how I was reacting to things, me and my, um, you know, letting my peace be stolen from things around me. It was never Dre having like personal issues or things popping up in his past that was making our relationship hard. It was always me. So our counselor said, you know, you guys are great as a couple you you got this dre is a phenomenal husband a great leader of your household he's not gonna steer you wrong you guys are good however let's spend this time digging deeper into brie and and her situations and so i started solo counseling with that counselor and i stopped the sessions because nothing was really go i, I couldn't find things to unpack because i think i did a good job of unpacking during us preparing for marriage and yeah. then even in the couples counseling that we did do with that with that uh, counselor it was all stemmed around me but we had discussed those things and and you know moved on so 
I was in a space where I told her, I was like, I don't know, like when we get on the sessions, I really don't know what to even like talk about because like we weren't dealing with anything. At the time, the drinking stuff wasn't an issue because I had done a good job thus far, you know, cutting back and like being more aware. So I stopped my sessions. Then we had a scenario. If you didn't watch our last episode, go and watch that one about the Mexico trip and the drinking situation that happened. And that was a few months removed from therapy. And I was like, okay, we need, I need to do therapy. I need to get down to the real reason of why alcohol is a crutch for me. Why when I, you know, drink to a certain point, I kind of lose logic and I like revert back to this old, as Dre calls me, CB, this Cleveland Brie <laughs> that like has no peace, that's so angry, that's mad, that is like overly emotional. So... That was the original reason for me wanting to go back into therapy. But also, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I have been talking recently about how I discovered or have determined that I have, um, uh, oh my God, imposter syndrome. And that I have an issue with accepting my level of success and accepting, like even, you know, sometimes I feel bad for the amount that people pay me for what I do. And like, I have this hard acceptance of like, but me, do I really deserve that? Like, am I really worthy of that? Like I have an issue with my level of success. So I was like, I want a woman because our past counselor was a male. And I was like, I want a woman, a woman of color, someone who is married, but doesn't have like the cookie cutter traditional, like, you know, journey of getting to where she is now, like someone who has struggled very similar to like me. So it was very important for me to find that in a counselor. What I did was I first reached out to my friend group and I said, hey, guys, I want to start therapy back up looking for a woman of color. I want you to hold on to that because um, you're getting into something very important, but but I wanted to just add before you get into like how you found your therapist, mm -hmm. I want to add one reason that I suggested it to you because there was something that I told Bree that I was like, I feel like you need to like get an individual therapist. And it wasn't because if you watched our last episode on the Mexico situation and the drinking, like I knew that she had unresolved things. But one thing that we're big on and I always tell people is that you shouldn't be your partner's therapist. Like, and I realized that a lot of times when I was having conversation with Brie and I was speaking with Brie, that she was giving me all her raw feelings and emotions. And I could not handle that because I am the one who's with her every day. I'm her husband. Like, I take the things that she says as being real. And sometimes she'll say things when she hasn't even worked it out necessarily in her head yet. Um, so she would tell me things prematurely. And then she'll come back a week later or two weeks later and say, oh, this is how I actually feel about this now. But it's like, oh, you already said that thing to me. So that's in my head now how you feel. So even if you come back and say, ah, that's not how I feel anymore. That's what you said to me. And it could have been something that maybe it even hurt my feelings or something like that. But I realized I'm like, all right, you have a lot of thoughts in your head that you are trying to deal with and figure out things. And although I'm here for you and I love you and I want to be your sounding board, I can't take all your raw feelings and emotions, um, mainly because, I, like I said, that those impact me. But also, I'm not a therapist. And also, I can't word things in the way that make the most sense 
that may make the most sense to you. But also what we learned too, is that something, some things she learned at Sarah, therapy was things that I've been saying but coming from a different party who's non-biased it means something different and she receives it different so that was some of the main reasons that I suggested it to her because I was like yo I can't handle every single thought that's going through your head that's raw but you need somewhere to you need to give it to somebody who can help you formulate it and then you can come to me with a complete thought and say hey Dre this is what I'm feeling versus like here are 10 things I think these are what I'm feeling but help me work these things out as I'm trying to figure it out so and also what... it's a, it's like emotionally draining to be the person who's like my soundboard who every time I don't know why I feel away and I'm just like basically word vomiting all these things to him that's a lot to deal with on a regular basis and then also when I'm looking for an answer and then he gives me answers but because he's my husband I'm not able to receive them the same way so then it's like essentially he's wasting his time and energy yeah. because then I'm not receiving it anyways so um even though I'm very lucky to have somebody who is like you know I I call him the relationship guy because he always knows the right thing to say and what to do. It's just it's that's putting too much on him as my partner to be like, oh, hey, and by the way, I also want you to wear the hat of my therapist. <laughs> so um, the way that I went about finding someone is I always believe to first ask the people around you that, you know, you know, love you, that you can trust and that would not give you know wouldn't share information of someone who they you know don't fully believe is a great person so I first got referrals from my friend group they sent about like four different people and then I asked a few individuals Rhonda from Real Love Scenario and just a few other people I thought of and I put together like a interview week where I just did calls or um, exchange emails with people and just got quotes and things to kind of figure out who I wanted to speak with or who I wanted to work with so Lisa, which will include her contact information under in the um, description, she was my sixth person that I spoke to. I had one more interview after her, but I fell in love with her during our free consultation to the point where I canceled the last interview. So going into that interview, did you know exactly what you wanted out of a therapist or was it more you it was just going to be a feel thing for you? It was... I did know what I wanted in terms of like the ideal fit. Like I said, color um, of color, a woman. I wanted her to be married. I wanted her to be like spiritual in some sort, way, shape or form, but also have like a scientific background. So it it really blew me, blew it out the water for me when she was like, I'm a neurologist, because then I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. And then she also believes in God. So it was like the perfect combination of science and, and faith for me, because I didn't want someone who was super religious and didn't think of the logical scientific aspects of like how our brain works. And then I didn't want someone who was all science and no belief and faith in like you know a higher power you want somebody to say pray about it yeah no <laughs> mm, i need to understand why i am how i am so the thing that made me go with her five minutes into the call i was like immediately yes um was that she instead of like 
interviewing me in a sense of like, well, you know, what do you want out of this? Why are you coming to me? She more so asked me off jump, like what my past has looked like. Like, have you ever done counseling before? What did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Um, what is your like main thing that you're struggling with? Like, it wasn't about her service in particular. Like, she didn't make me feel like she was trying to sell me on her service. She made me feel like she wanted to ensure that I knew what I wanted out of therapy and that she was the person to get me that result. And so that was amazing because that's how I am with my clients. I don't care about whether or not you have a budget if you don't know or have a goal in mind of what you're actually trying to do. Yeah. If if I don't, if you're not confident in what you're wanting to do, I can't help you become confident in that thing. The thing has to be there in the first place. Otherwise, I'm going to send you packing and say, you need to first figure out what you really want to do and then come back to me sure. because I can't help you if you can't help yourself. So um, that was perfect. And then when I explained to her the two major things that I was struggling with, which was one, understanding the logic behind my drinking problem um, that I've done a great job dealing with it on my own but I think that I could do an even better job if I knew where the issue comes from like what unresolved issues I have that make when I get drunk it be like catastrophe um, and whether or not you know I should just give it up completely or find a healthy balance the second thing was um I've never been happier per se or more content and secure in my life than I have in the last five years. Um, but yet I always have this like fear of like not understanding how I'm going to get to where I ultimately want to be. And what I mean by that is, you know, I know I want children we know we want children. However, I'm terrified of getting pregnant. I'm terrified of everything not being in place by the time I get pregnant. I'm terrified of still having to run my business like quote unquote full time and not being able to be fully there as like a mom. There's just all these real random, very small, insignificant issues that I seem to create such stress around or worry so much about. And I knew I wanted someone who could step in and almost be like a life coach because I wanted that healthy work-life balance, which I think I have. I think I have a good work-life balance, but mentally I struggle with like anxiety on a daily basis of overthinking and trying to overprepare and not having faith that everything's going to work out how it should. And it's like, I have an issue when I don't see the exact roadmap. So if I know I'm here and I want to go here, unless I see every stop along that way, I don't feel that there is possible, which is silly because since I was 19, I used to write things and I would come up with plans and I would set goals and I would do things. And sometimes I didn't know exactly how I would get there, but I would always end up there because the intent of getting there was always the same. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to know every exit and every stop and every play. I just knew I needed to constantly move forward. So I don't know where that has changed for me, but it's something that I can tell as I get older, I'm struggling with. So those were the two things. Once I spoke to her about those things and she was able to shed light and um, immediately said things to me that were more helpful than, you know, counselors that I've worked with for years or months. I was like, oh, yeah, girl, you got the juice. You <laughs> you are it. And I like that she was super personable. Um, one thing that I would say is if you're new into going to therapy 
it would be helpful to find someone who has a private practice, meaning they're not under a company. They do this personally. They set their own schedule. They set their own hours. They work from home because what they'll do is they'll open up their calendar to you in a way that's far different than someone who works for an organization and has like X amount of, you know, maybe the only hours that you can get with them are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Like she figures out your life and then figures out what days and times are going to make the most sense for you and to really set your week up to be in the right headspace to take on the things that you're struggling with. And then she gives you access to text her, FaceTime, call, like whenever. And that's something that was really important to me because we had a situation where we were out of town. I was dealing with something in the moment and I text Lisa and was like, I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z right now. I really want to make sure we talk about this on our next session. I'm going to just send you like a voice memo explaining what happened. And she texts back right away. Yep, perfect. If you need a call, you can call me as well. And just out of respect for her time because she wouldn't have charged me to for that phone call. I was like, let me just send the voice memo. But she's very personable and I like that. I feel comfortable with her. She's also local. So if I want to do in person, she's already invited me to come to her home at her at home office. So she's just amazing. So that's what I did to find the person. The only other thing that I thought was important too was cost because we are full-time entrepreneurs. We don't have like a health insurance package that covers for therapy. Um, So we knew we had to pay out of pocket and she was at like a perfect price point for us. A lot of the other people were a lot higher on an hourly basis. So I just, you know, ran it by Dre and was like, is this something we can afford to add to the budget? And he was like, yep. And we locked it in. I'm not going to say her price because depending on when you're watching this, her prices can change. So I don't want to mislead anybody. But I'll say that she is affordable in comparison to a lot of the other people who are out there with private practices. Um, Once. I found the person. I remember I went to Dre and I was like, oh, my God. She was so excited. I was like, I love her. Like, I love her so much. I'm so excited. I booked my first session. And my goal was to go into the new year with a therapist. And so my first session was on January 3rd. So I was like super excited about going into the new year with that. I think that that's important, though, too, is that it the level of excitement going into it, like her mindset going into it was something that I want people to have. Like when going into therapy, it's like you're obviously going to therapy to explore, to figure out, to discover, um, and to ultimately gain perspective. So I think it's important that you see it in a positive light and see it as something to celebrate because you're going to learn some things about yourself and you're ultimately bettering yourself. It's like if you go with a trainer to a gym, like you're shaping your body to be better and getting a better look to um, be more attractive to yourself and, you know, to those around you and things like that. So I think that mindset as you would go into anything that you're excited about discovering or growing or doing more, you should take into therapy. And I think that that's important that you had that mindset. Like you were genuinely excited to talk to her mainly because she found the right person, but also because she was discovering, she knew she would start to unlock and get some answers to how, why she felt the way she felt about some things. Yeah. And it's, it's just crazy. The level of, greatness you can unlock when you truly know yourself and like you know how to be the best version of yourself and so what I dislike about you know what people think of when you think of therapy is that like you need therapy to fix you like you should go to therapy if something is wrong and that is not 
the case. I was talking to my mom and I was like, you, it's crazy. Therapy should literally be a requirement from like the age of six and for the rest of your life because it we all deal with mental issues, like mental, emotional things in our life that we just think, oh, this is just how I am versus understanding why you're that way and how much better your life could be and how much more free you could feel if you dealt with these things that are getting in your way, whether it's fear, anxiety, anger, um, trauma. There's just even the most perfect person has so much to learn about themselves and you can't do anything better, I say, than to have an unbiased person who their specialty is being able to hear, listen, and then give advice. And I don't mean the therapists who say, and how does that make you feel? You know, like mm -hmm. that's, that's a different situation. Lisa has never asked me how something has made me feel. Um, she's more about logic and like getting to the root of the feeling, not how did you feel, but why did you feel this way? And what things came to mind when you thought that thought? And it just helps you really learn who you are. And like I said, just be the best version of yourself. So anyways, um, what happened next was on our first session, she... Before we got on the session, she had me fill out a form that just asked a bunch of like life questions, um, asked about like our relationship, my business, the things I really want to work on, um, the things that I feel I struggle with, the things I feel I'm like really great at, and just things to get to know me better. So once we got on that first session, um, one of the questions that she asked me, because we realized that I have, she was like, you have a worry issue. You choose to worry over things that you should not worry at, uh, about at all because you have seen time and time again that like when you worry about a specific thing like one of my worries was with Dre and I being full-time entrepreneurs how could we possibly start a family when we never know what our life is going to look like month to month like that's scary and she was like, how long have you guys been doing this full time? And I was like, over six years. She was like, and what have you guys done year, year by year? And I was like, make more money. And she was like, so why do you feel if <laughs> year after year after year after year, it has been proven that you guys continue to make more money? Why are you worrying about the option or the possibility of not making money when nothing has ever happened that would give you the, the right, right to yeah. have a worry like that? Yeah. And she was like, as a professional worrier, is what she calls me, um, she was <laughs> like, all you do is create anxiety and fear that blocks you from just doing what you know you're supposed to be doing and doing it aggressively and with joy and with peace. And it's just taking up space and energy that gives no benefit to your life. Like, it's just silly. So we went through, like, how to kind of work on that. But then she asked me, she was like, in the last five years, what was the worst year that you experienced and why was it the best? Or did I say best? What was the best? You said, said what worst. was the worst? She said, what was the best year and why? And I said, hmm. I was like, I'm really bad with like timelines, like knowing what year is what year. So I was like, uh, I'll say the year that we got married. And for obvious reasons, like we had a bomb wedding. I loved planning. It, it was so exciting. I just that was a great year. Um, and we, we were able to like not work for like a whole month and like. Yeah. Our income didn't change, which was great. We were like, <laughs> um, so I was like, I'll say that month and she's or that year. Then she said, now what was the worst year out of the last five years? And I was like, I really thought 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I was like, I don't have one. I don't, I was like, not even a month is coming to my mind. Like, I don't have one. And she was like, and you're worrying about what? Like, she's like, <laughs> an average person, if you say in the last five years what was the worst year, they can immediately say this year because this, this has happened to me. She said, you are very blessed and you know that. You have you have nothing that you have to complain about. She was like, you're even a very positive person from the sense of your outlook in life. Like, you, you realize and appreciate all the little things so you, as a person, feel very blessed and feel very lucky however you still have this like optimistic like personality trait that comes out when it comes to like your relationship where dre will be very is optimistic the wrong word i'm pessimistic okay yeah so a great outlook yes so she was like dre is optimistic in the way that he communicates and talks about the future where you have a very optimistic why do i keep saying that pessimistic (laughs) outlook where your thoughts about the future is you thinking of all the possible things that could go wrong and all the worries. And she's like, which isn't adding up because on a daily basis, you know, you're very aware of how blessed you are and you are aware of the great situation that you're in, yet you continue to choose for some reason to be pessimistic and worry about these things. So that was what our first like um, series, our first session was about. And in that, I just learned a little bit more about like the type of person I was. And then our second one dove deeper. I'd just like to say that in that moment, like the things that she discovered really impact our relationship. Like I used to always tell her even from the beginning, I'm like, you're so negative. Like you're such a negative thinker. Like all these things like will compound and every year will get better and better and better. And the things that she said she wanted, it's like, oh, I want a bigger place. We got a new bigger place that's nice, that she loved. She, we got the dream car that she wanted. And, like, we would do all these things, but she'll still just kind of be, like, ne- never seem, like, truly satisfied or always be worried that something wasn't right or something wasn't going to go right or something was going to go wrong at some point. So her being able to discover that in therapy, I think, was a huge thing. And I feel like it was something that, like I may have said throughout the past, like, oh, you're are you always thinking negatively or like you need to be more optimistic or you need to be more positive. And it's like I would say all these things, but actually hearing it from a therapist and somebody who can explain it like she did and the logical format really helped her out. And I think that one thing that I've learned with her when it comes to warriors is that they do well with hearing what they're supposed to hear or hearing 
um, I guess the truth or facts from experts. Like yeah. Brie will have like a health issue, but if she talks to a nurse or a doctor, I can say the same thing. It's not a big of a deal. <laughs> but if she talks to a nurse or an a doctor, then she'll be like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Or like I was a property manager. She'll be looking at stuff. And I'm like, that's not a thing or that won't work. She won't listen to me, but she'll go to somebody. And if they say who's a property manager or a real estate agent, and they're like, Oh yeah, that's the thing. She'd be like, Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. And it's like, I, I was the whole property manager, but she, I think for warriors, even more like having somebody of credibility that helps ease their mind because their biggest thing with warriors is their fear of not knowing and mm-hmm. dealing with an expert to them is the closest to knowing because that person has experience and expertise in a particular space. So if she has a question about pregnancy or her body or birth control pills, she may not know the future, but dealing with a doctor is her closest thing to, okay, this is as close to fact as I'm possibly going to get. Yeah. Like my poor mom, I could Google all the things that I ask her, but because she's a nurse, it's like, no, I need my mom to tell me because then I'll trust <laughs> it because she's a nurse. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, anywho. Um, second session. The second session was about the scenario that I mentioned when we were out of town. I had like a, I don't want to say panic attack because it wasn't a panic attack, but that's the closest thing I can think of that, right? Like... Yeah, it, it was, was weird. Like, like Dre's never seen me like that. He was like really worried. Like, wait, what it's is like it? a real bad funk. Like, I was. It was like dark. It was a dark cloud. Just came we over. we were in the car, and I was like, try to play gospel music. Maybe it'll help. And he turned it on, and I felt like I was a demon, and someone sprayed me with holy water. It was like it was so bad. I was like cringing. I was like, turn it off. It's making it worse. And then like I tried. I was like praying by myself, but like my mind kept wandering and like not allowing me to fully be present with my prayer. And like I just was. It, it was it was weird. I couldn't explain how I was feeling and. Long story short, she helped me break down that situation and like gave me an understanding of like what happened, why it happened and how I can deal with it in the future. Um, But I just love having answers, you know, and I think if you have a good therapist, their job is to help you understand yourself and the way that you react to things in the world and how to do a better job of reacting in ways that are beneficial to your life and your 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 mindset like how to shift your thinking how to just be the best version of yourself so i highly recommend that if you're in a relationship and you are dealing with issues in your relationship you've done the counseling you've done whatever that it is important to do individual counseling because you're not going to be able to get the type of attention that you need in couples therapy um the things that they can help you break down and understand and dive deep into can only be done on a one-on-one type of interaction but then also there's things that you probably don't even know are affecting you until you dive deeper into things which takes time i'm lucky that my first two sessions have been so like impactful yeah and like you know immediate i guess like um it's been immediate solutions for me 
it could take a full year for someone to go through through therapy to get that type of outcome. But I think the reason why I was able to have the outcome so early on is because I've been aware I've been like Dre said in previous episodes, I research things like if I'm feeling something or I'm going through something, I'll read books on it. I'll watch documentaries on it. I'll research on Google and find articles like I will learn about what I'm dealing with, both from a spiritual aspect and um, a um, a mental aspect, scientific aspect, like I will learn and I'm open. I don't get defensive. If someone tells me something about myself, I'm receiving the information and just doing everything I can to be better. And so you have to go into it with that mindset. And if you do, you will be able to have these like, you know, mind blowing sessions as well. But if you go into it with, a mindset that like it's not going to help or nothing's wrong with you, then you're not going to get much out of it. So yeah. I wanted to do this episode specifically for people to know that individual counseling can help your relationship just as much, if not more than couples counseling, because it helps you as an individual just be a better person to your person. Sometimes both people will need individuals. Sometimes it's only one, like in our scenario. But yeah. it has been so life-changing, and I'm so excited for this year. Yeah, I think that just to reiterate what I said is it's not even – like I always knew that therapy as far as helping an individual could be a big help and help them gain perspective. But like I said, you don't realize sometimes how much you're being a sounding board for your partner – and even if you are just listening, you're taking in all that information and raw emotions and it can get confusing, like what you should do in certain situations, how your person is feeling in certain situations. Like it can get really, really confusing if you're just getting all the raw thoughts and emotions from your partner. So having somebody that your partner can go to to talk about things. And it's like the thing that I love even about Bree's situation is that she's not talking to her therapist about me. Like it's about her, like it's about her and the things that she's going through, the things that she has gone through, the different experiences that she has. Obviously I may be mentioned to give some type of context, but it's not a situation to where she went into therapy blaming me or like I'm the topic of conversation as to why she feels the way she feels and i think that that's important because as she when she was trying to work through things herself sometimes it felt like her in solution or her when she looked back at trying to figure out the reason it would come back to like something that i did and stem from my behavior but then once she got into therapy and they're focusing on the root issue of things then she realized where a lot of these things stem from and where they came from so which without having the education behind things like i wasn't wrong in saying like well you did this and so then i reacted this way it's that yeah like he was just what he would do or say or whatever was triggering me from something that I didn't even know was like an issue. Yeah. So it wasn't that he was a problem is that I had a problem before he was even in my life that wasn't properly dealt with. So then when he would say or do certain things that in his mind, he's not doing anything. Um, I'm like, well, that was the problem because I couldn't get deeper to the deeper issue to even know that that was a trigger. It's not that he necessarily did something. It's that for me, that's a hard, like, you know, a hard ground to play on because it's shaky and it will break at any moment. So it's just super helpful. And like I said, ugh, like 
I said to her, I was like, if I did therapy like years ago, oh my God, I can't imagine where I would be now. Like, wow, 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 wow. So what I got in the way from this is you want to start therapy for our kids at six. Yep. Six. They're going to be like, my mom makes me wear black and white and that's it. I don't wear, she won't let me wear colors. They're going to be traumatized. No, I get they're a picture, she won't it. put it on the fridge. They're going to love their monochromatic wardrobe. <laughs> I'm going to include like earth tones. They're going to love it. Don't tease me. They'll love it. If they really don't like it, they can wear color. But I think that they're going to love it. And, and you know, once they have a job and they got their own money, they can buy what they want. But while we paying for it, what's the difference if it's pink or a nice shade of cream? What if they like pink? We'll do a blush. Wow. Blush is pink. Therapy is six. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that was awesome. Like I said, we encourage everybody to do therapy. Like I said, we'll list Lisa's information below. Um, And that's going to be something that we, as we grow with Relationship Restore, we'll add that as having like referred people, um, therapists, coaches, different things like that, that you can talk to um, to help just gain perspective, become a better person. Even in you're in your singleness, that's probably the best time to do it, honestly. Mm-hmm. When you're in your singleness, just to to prepare for when you do have a partner. But what would you say? Side note, as I say, my friend Mimi, she's been single for a long time. Like she's and she's in the dating game and it's it's hard in these streets. But she started individual therapy, I wanna say last year. Well, yeah, it was last year. I just I don't know how far last year, but um, even for her as a single woman, that's just going through like prioritizing herself, but also dating and being open to meeting someone. She said, same thing. It's just been super life changing. She's learned so much about herself. She's at so much more peace and like, she's just enjoying life way differently than she was before because of the now mindset that she has. So what things would you say you need to know Because I know you said, all right, you knew what you want out of a therapist, but what things did you, do you need to know going into therapy? Like, do you need to know exactly, like, this is what I want to get out of it? Or do you come to your therapist and say, like, this is a situation that I dealt with and I don't know why I felt this way? Like, what do you think is the most? I think it should almost like a bullet point list of, like, things that you know would make you a better you. So, right, if it's like I struggle with holding myself accountable to be financially um, aware, like I don't budget, I just kind of go and live my life, you know, freely, but I know that for the life I want, I can't continue to do that, but I don't know why I struggle so badly with doing it. Or if it's a a mindset thing around like, your health. If it's, I know I should work out. I know I should eat healthy, but I constantly go into these binge diets and then start them over and then I'll eat whatever and I'll drink badly and I'll go on vacation. Then I come back and it's a cycle that I can't get out of. I just want to live healthier. So it's like just having like bullet points of like the things that, you know, you could work on or be better at that would equal a better result in your life for you to be a better version of yourself. And when you are able to tell someone like, these are all the things I would like to work on naturally they're going to slowly dig deeper into other things and you're gonna realize 
oh, wow, these actually aren't even the core issues that I have. It's way deeper than that. And so I don't think that you have to have all of the answers. I do think that there should be some self-awareness of like, okay, these are the things that I need to work on, especially if you're single and you know you want to be in a relationship. I think it's important to know the things that you need to work on to be a better individual to one day be a better partner for someone. So whether that's having anger issues, whether it's you're very defensive, um, you're overly emotional and, you know, you like it's hard to regulate your feelings like everybody knows at least one to three things that they could work on to be a better them. And I think as long as you have that awareness, then everything else is going to work itself out. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think that as we bring this to a close, that there are a few things that when you're choosing a therapist, just to keep in mind, um, as Bree said, coming to it, knowing what you want out of therapy and out of a therapist, I would say that therapy is more of a marathon than it is to a sprint. Um, so you want a therapist that's invested in you and your growth. If they're coming back and saying like, seeming like they forget what you last talked about mm. or things like that, like they may not be as invested or what you need from a therapist. Like you shouldn't be repeating the same things that you talked about before, or they shouldn't be like kind of lost on what you guys are talking about. Like they should feel, you should feel like they're invested in your growth and that, they remember everything that you talked about. And it's like each session is compounding on the next session versus just like kind of free for all sessions. Like you're talking to a different person every time. And your therapist should always give you homework after each session because the real work happens outside of the sessions. The sessions is for there to be moments of clarity for structure to be had for you to receive some answers and and at least know what to do to prepare between now and the next session. But the work, the like aha moments comes from the homework that they give you. So I'm just going to give a prime example. Um, our last session, we I was told that I have like major daddy issues, which I knew about, but I thought were like resolved, <laughs> I guess. Um, but she explained to me why that is not the case um, and that there technically isn't such a thing as like resolving or having closure from something that happened to you. It's something that happened that will continue to shape you and be a part of your life forever and always. So when she explained that, that made me feel a little more like normal, like, oh, okay, that, that makes That's total sense. So it's kind of like, that's more like, I guess if you're baking a cookie, what's in the dough versus like once the cookie is done and something being on top of it and you brush it off. Like one thing is something that's like Ooh. part of the dough. So it's like, you can't take it out cause it kind of shapes who you are and makes it chocolate chip or makes it oatmeal or makes it sugar. But if you, the cookie is done and something comes on top of it, then that's something that you can kind of like wipe off. Yeah. For it. And obviously your daddy is a big part of your ingredients. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, that's not, that part off. that's not like a thing to where it's like, Oh, I got daddy issues. Let me figure out how to scrape. No, it's like, you are who you are yes. because of this, how you, how that happened. Yeah. And it made me not feel like Saving a victim anymore because when she said that and was like, she was like, you are who you are today. Not, in spite of your father, but because of your father. And I was like, how, Lisa? 
And she was like, well, because think about it. She said, if your father, knowing that he had drug addiction and was an alcoholic, if he was a part of your life growing up, you would not be who you are today. You wouldn't be this strong, independent woman. You would have grown up in a very broken home. You probably would have seen your mom be um, manipulated and abused. And that some of that abuse could have happened to you. Like, you would not be who you are today. So even though you have daddy issues, which quote unquote just means you're affected by the lack of or presence of your father, doesn't mean that you are not a fully capable woman and that those issues can't be made for positive things. Like, so when she explained it to me, I was like, this makes so much sense in this. It, at first, when she mentioned daddy issues, I was like, dang, I thought that I had worked through those things and that daddy issues wouldn't even be a topic of discussion for us because I thought I dealt with it with other therapists. And she was like, no, sweetie, it's not something that just goes away. Like, it's going to forever be something. The thing is, we need to figure out how to make sure that moving forward, you don't allow it to affect you in a negative way. And so... Long story short, the homework that she gave me was to write a letter to my dad. And she was like, you're not going to give it to him or anything like that. It's more for you to be able to mentally and emotionally move on from the hurt that was caused. And instead of getting closure or ending the book or closing the book, um, it's more of a way for you to be aware that, hey, this thing affects me in this way, um, but at least knowing and feeling comfortable with how it affects me. And so the letter is supposed to tell my dad about the woman that I am and essentially like what he's missed. So what he didn't get to see, um, what he didn't get to experience, and then to introduce him to Dre and like explain like who my husband is and like my new in-laws and the family that I now have through Dre tell them about my friends and like where I live and what my future looks like and what I'm excited for and what I want my family to look like and essentially just getting all that out because what happens is through writing and your brain reading the words that you're writing it kind of creates like an experience and so after I do this even though it's something that's so simple mm -hmm. that's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of effort I'll be able to move forward with a lot more clarity and peace when it comes to him even though he's not reading the letter the letter nothing's going to come from the letter just getting those things out and my brain and my emotions and all of me being able to be on the same page with how I feel about my dad not being here is going to allow me to have a better sense of freedom when I'm dealing with men because a lot of the daddy issues stem from how I react to men like if I feel slighted by a man if I feel that he doesn't see my value it could be a client it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be Dre whoever I react in a way that I don't normally understand because it's something that I was just kind of built to do due to the lack of my father being there and the way that I look at him and the relationship with men in general. So it's going to help me react in a more positive way and understand why I feel that way and take it, understand it, receive it, and then give a better reaction versus having breakdowns like I did. <laughs> yeah, literally sometimes her heart and mine, and when I say heart, it's like more emotions, be like yeah. at war to where like mentally she's like in one space and feels and thinking this should be what she feels, but her emotions are pulling her in the other direction. But as we end this, this is exactly what I said, what Bree is talking about with the homework is your therapist is like, here's your hammer, here's your nails, here's your wood, but you still have to go home and repair your roof. I'm not doing it for you. Here are the tools. Repair it. So if you're not willing to put in the work to do it once you get home, 
you're not you're still gonna come back to that therapy session with a hole in your roof mm-hmm. you know so you need to do the work outside of it um and meet your therapist halfway because that's what's ultimately going to make it sustainable is you being able to operate in those environments and you being able to correct your way of thinking and all that stuff yourself when you're alone um versus with having your therapist present so we appreciate you guys for tuning into this video we hope it was helpful Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Estre Smith, at Brianna Ponte, and at Relationship Restored. And make sure you write into us and let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, yes. whether it's about waiting for marriage or anything relationship-wise. We appreciate you, appreciate you guys, especially those who waited to the end. That means you really love us a lot and you love this conversation. <laughs> um, so definitely uh, subscribe, like, leave us a review on podcasts. We truly appreciate everybody who tunes in to everything that we're doing. Um, And we are excited to keep it going. Peace.